the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. It's the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. A couple minutes after 4 o'clock. Had a beautiful day today and clear skies ahead. Low down to 30 this evening. Tomorrow, lots of sun. Some clouds in the afternoon, 55 the high. On the cloudy side, Friday, but up to 63 for a high. And looks like we may even hit 70 on Saturday. Yes. Flyers are home tonight. Taking on Toronto at 7. Sixers home tomorrow night against Brooklyn at 7. Phils, of course, have their home opener tomorrow afternoon against Atlanta, 305. Also, March Madness resuming the Sweet 16. Uh, four games tomorrow night, I think four more on Friday, and then they'll whittle it down eventually the championship game in the next couple of weeks. Gonzaga, Virginia, Tennessee, and Michigan among the teams in action tomorrow night. We have a lot to do today, and uh, we'll just kind of take it one thing at a time. We want to go ahead and uh, bring in Matthew Newell. He's the director of the Family Hope Center. This is a place we take our daughter, Victoria. Uh, Tori is uh, 13, and she has a lot of challenges. She, um, uh, Her story, I'll tell another time more in depth. But uh, Matthew Newell, the director of the Family Hope Center, has been integral in helping Tori achieve a, a tremendous amount. And uh, you're catching a plane soon, so I'm glad we could connect, sir. How are you? I'm doing great, Tim. How about yourself? It's such a pleasure to hear from you. Yeah. Well, for once in my life, I'm early about something. April is Autism Awareness Month, and we'd love to have you in the studio, maybe for a more in-depth conversation about that and take some calls Mm, and stuff. Yeah, but for now, we're going to just dip our toes in the water for a second. So where are you heading off to this this evening? Well, I'm heading off to uh, England uh, for about uh, a week, and then I'm taking another plane over to Ireland for about a week, seeing a whole bunch of kids, both England and Ireland. And uh, I just came back from Columbia two days ago to teach at an international conference on education and um, wow. development for children. Yeah, so it's really, really, really good. Yeah, and then in the next month, I think you head to Australia, too. Yes. But I'm looking forward to the United States of America putting my feet down for a couple of months after that. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Well, just so folks, if they're brand new to the show or the station or the Family Hope Center, the, the nut, in a nutshell, as a parent, I can say uh, that the Family Hope Center teaches parents about the brain, how each area grows, in what order, like, like a map and a map of ability as opposed mm-hmm. to disability. And I, and I bring that up because as we head into – Autism Awareness Month, just, uh, you know, the Family Hope Center is not really about labels or symptoms or all that, but for the purposes no, of our right. little conversation, what does a typical family who comes to the Family Hope Center, which is based in Norristown, mean when they say they think their child has autism or is on the spectrum? Where, where are they coming from, generally speaking? I think they're coming from what the society is now labeling as autism, which is really an injury in the part of the brain called the limbic brain, which controls 40% of your brain and allows you to have emotional connections. It allows you to be able to regulate your emotions, upregulate, downregulate emotions, meet people's faces, have social comportment, have empathy, have concern for others. And, and that part 
is your limbic brain to your front part of the brain, but then you have your brain stem, which allows you to filter sounds and self-regulate your, your just your sensory pathways. So a lot of people put that all into one package, and they say, oh, that's autism because the child can't regulate sounds and can't regulate his tactility and needs your jacket. Meanwhile, he's socially not able to connect and hug his parents and be in social situations and have empathy and eye contact and so on. Yeah. So we find that's two different parts of the brain, Tim, and when we address those and teach parents what we're looking at, they were looking at neurological disorganization as being so autism. And I know this pushes a lot of buttons, but I just had a conversation. A mother just wrote me a letter today from South Africa, a 16-year-old child that was on the spectrum that after four weeks of neurotherapy that I taught the parents how to do, because that's what we do, he's now hugging his mother for the first time spontaneously, and he showed a lot of empathy the other day by his parents were taking a nap, and he put on a movie and turned down the volume and closed their door. And children who are hurt on the spectrum, which they say is autism, don't have the neural capacity to do that. So just in a short period of time, we were able to turn on parts of his brain, and um, wow. So that's very, very, very important. <laughs> just for context, uh, Matthew Newell, the director of the Family Hope Center in Norristown, checking in, and this is a little bit of a pre-setup uh, time for because we'd like to have Matthew in next month during the month of uh, April for Autism Awareness and have a chance for people to call in and that kind of thing. But before you catch your plane, wanted to have at least a few minutes with you. Uh, you work with children for how many years now, would you say? Uh, it's almost 40. So I've worked with children since 1981 and uh, 38 years, basically my whole life since I was 24. I've been working with children and um, nose-to-nose with families and kids simultaneously um, and really teaching them the neurodevelopment, taking all the secrets away, taking all the mysteries, taking all the superstitions out, saying, this is where this part of the brain does this, this part does this, this part does this. Let's team up together um, because parents are motivated, very motivated to support the development of their kids. They just don't know how. So once you show them the information, we partner with parents from 35 different countries, um, and it's exactly what I want to do every day when I get up to It's like working with you and yeah. helping you to understand Tori and develop her and love her in a, in a very proactive way. Because, you know, if love would have fixed kids, all the kids would be well in the world. But parents need, as Thomas says, parents need, you know, not only love, but they need to execute action. They need to do something that's proactive every day as opposed to reactive. And that's what we do at the Family Hope Center. Yeah, and you, and your story there about that mom from South Africa—that's really incredible. But I know you've said before some people might say, "Well, that's a miracle," and you're like, "Well, it would be if it happened once or twice." But you see this, and not and not to not to trumpet it in an unrealistic way. Sometimes there's just you know, a ton of work involved, or you know, you have to really work at it. But it makes sense. I, I say to people, yes. you know, it makes sense that what you're what you when you. People come to, to the center. It makes it just it's uh, self evident. So they shake their head. They go, "I knew that. I knew that. I knew that." But they hadn't heard it in the sequence that we teach it. And also, you know, everybody's working hard anyway. Tim, it's just, "What are you working on? Are you working on managing the, the behavior, or are you working on developing the brain, which will automatically, you know, raise the neurological capacity of a child, and then they'll be able to naturally start to blend in, just like that little, that young man, 16 years old, mother said, you know what, I was told by all the doctors that he would always be this way, but I'm taking, I'm taking three out, three days of my life here in South Africa, in Johannesburg, to take your parent training, and I, I just need to know that, can, can he get better? 
parents did it. We told them what to do, and she writes me. She says, "Oh, here's some small changes that happened to my child. Those aren't small changes when you spontaneously go and hug your mother with affection that you haven't done in 16 years." So, it's really the miracles in the mom and dad, the miracles in the hope they still hold out for their children, and we just love partnering with them and showing them that there's this hierarchical complexity about the brain, the way God made it. And if you understand that, then you can you can treat it, you can develop it, you can support it, you can organize it, and um, yeah. You know, it's just family thing. Brothers and sisters joining in, and it's all about competency and mastering and changing what you're working on to changing what you're working on over here. You're not going to work any harder. Is it that you're going to work smarter about it? And um, yes. it allows people to breathe as opposed to being holding their breath all day. That's go, a, oh, now yeah. I see it. I was going to say that we, as parents, maybe if nothing else, at my, as a starting point, it helps them kind of unlearn some stuff that was crowding the picture. And then they roll up their sleeves. They realize there's still work to do, but now I have a much clearer idea of what I'm doing and why I'm doing it rather than exactly. let me try this. Let me try that. Let me just throw it against the wall and see if it works. So let me put this on. Let me try this. Well, let me change the environment. Oh, the house has to be quiet. I got to put a weighted jacket on the child. I got to lower the sentry threshold. I got to make sure, you know, boom, boom, boom. And we, we all spend so much time arranging the environment for the child to cope. When if we change the brain, while we're kind of making sure that the environment is as good as it can, but as we change the brain, then the child can enter into our environment, which is where they want to be. You know, some people say you've got to accept autism. And I'm going to push a couple buttons here. And I said, well, I don't, I accept the child, but I don't accept autism as a life diagnosis. I just don't, Tim. And since our kids make incredible progress because of the parents and the coupling it with real scientific, neurological reorganization that's organic and basic and that takes no medication, um, then I am excited to be able to help parents who are desperate for an answer and, um, yeah. you know, still hold out hope that the brain grows by use. And that if you stimulate the right parts, the brain turns on and, um, you know, um, it's incredible to see the parents change and the families change because of it. Amen. Amen. That's great stuff. Uh, thank you for taking time. Mm-hmm. I know you got a plane to catch and have a wonderful hey, time. Thank you. Thank well, you for caring about Autism Awareness Month. Thank you for putting it out there that parents can be proactive and, uh, and uh, participate in the healing of the kids. And uh, just uh, appreciate you very much and what you're standing for. We uh, feel the same way about you and the team over at the center. Have a great trip and Hopefully we can make things work in April. All right. I'm planning on it. All right. Take care. (laughs) Good day. You too. Bye-bye. That's Matthew Newell, the director of the Family Hope Center based in Norristown, Pennsylvania. Uh, Their website is simply familyhopecenter.com. The way they kind of do things is they have a training conference that you go to one time. So they just had one last month, or actually three weeks ago, two weeks ago. There's one in June, typically one in the fall. You go for three days, like three 10-hour days. They teach a lot about the brain. It's very organized and ordered, but they're also very personable. It's not uh, just a bunch of huge words. that They're not talking down at you. They're trying to actually transfer brain knowledge to the parents so that you can see your child from a neurological perspective rather than as a collection of symptoms or diagnoses or problems. or you know, They, they have tools, but they don't lead with them like – uh, I've shared this example because it's very, very easy. They'll tell you in the midst of the conference that when a child crawls, like a baby would crawl, most children would crawl when they're little, that there's a lot of neurology tied to that. And one of the things that happens with that is certain muscles in your eyes are strengthened, uh, the muscles associated with your eyes moving left and right. 
which would be tied to reading, among other things. And so that if a child has trouble reading, sometimes the problem stems from the fact that they never crawled when they were little. Like, really? What? But who would know that? It'd be the parents. The parents would theoretically be the ones who were there and remember, oh, he went from sitting to standing. He was walking like when he was seven months old and he missed the whole, uh, st- wow, really? So, but they don't say, does your child have trouble reading and work backwards? They teach, here's what happens when you crawl. Here's what happens when you creep on your hands and knees like a cat. Here's how it goes. And here's what comes with it. And then they let you as a parent fill in the blanks. And that's why it's so important that the parents are there because they're the ones who know the child. They're the only mom, the only dad, the only one who, is, who really could witness the development or, or what didn't happen growing up. So in any case, th- that's what they offer. They offer a lot of tools, but they start with clear the table, clear all your preconceived labels and all the other stuff you thought about. Let's put on the table. Here's the brain. Let's build it from the ground up. Your brain, my brain, your kid's brain, my kid's brain, all the same parts. They grow in the same order. They're responsible for the same things. And that way, when you look at your child, it's not a collection of symptoms or problems or diagnoses. I've talked to parents whose kids' diagnosis keeps changing. It's a lot of guesses. And it's not even that people are, you know, that they're talking to are bad or mean, you know, that they're, they're being uh, glib about it. But um, just often those labels lead to more confusion rather than actually getting somewhere. And even then, the way they're thinking is let's see what the ability level is and then build on it rather than predictors for the future or all that. And it's more than semantics. It kind of makes sense. If you think about it, anything in life that you do, um, a goal you want to achieve, part of what you do is you say, where am I? You have to know where you are before you know where you're going. In the current environment, what do I have at my disposal, uh, disposal and how do I build on that? So that's how they approach things. And uh, in any case, you can investigate more about that on their site, familyhopecenter.com. We hope to have Matthew in when he gets back from all these travels in studio and we'll let you know about that, hopefully in the next uh, three weeks or so. And maybe if you have some questions, you can call in and ask directly. Because it's also cool to ask a question about your own child. You can read about it and hear him talk about it some. But if you want to ask a couple of initial questions about your kid, put it on your calendar. It looks like sometime in mid-April is when his schedule will open up where he can be part of our program. We'll take a short break. Come back at you more with uh, Tim DeMoss Show in just a moment. AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. It's 418 on The Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. One of the guests that we're looking forward to having on the program in the next couple of weeks, Dr. James Dobson, focus on the family uh, fame's not the right word, but you know what I mean. And also currently with the Ministry of Family Talk and the program that you can catch every weeknight on WFIL. Uh, Dr. Dobson has written tons of books, among many other things over the course of his lifetime. One of them, very well known, called Bringing Up Boys. And we happen to have some copies of that. So if you'd like to win a copy, you're probably familiar with Dr. Dobson's name and you like, and, and the fact he's got a lot of books out. If you'd like to win a copy of Bringing Up Boys, give me a quick call, 800-560-WFIL. 800-560-9345. We like to make winners of lots of different things over the course of the day uh, as we have our program going. So uh, you're welcome to call in and grab a copy of that. Well, Joe will grab your info and mail uh, a copy out to you here in the next couple of weeks. Again, Dr. James Dobson's book, Bringing Up Boys. Uh, we can give a, co- a copy or two of that away uh, as m- among the other things that we're handing out on this program. Also want to encourage you about something that WFIL, uh, one of our guests recently in studio, a couple of uh, fine gentlemen from Cross International, which is a ministry 
that uh, does a lot of great work. They come around and alongside other ministries that are already doing good work and, and augment it, if you will. And we were focused on the, the schools they're working with in Haiti. And they, when they were in studio, they shared some really cool stories and moving stories about how the work of Cross International you know, plays out in real life. So uh, there's a, a banner on our website, WFIL.com, if you want to click that you can contribute. We're almost all the way to the goal of, of what we're hoping to accomplish with them. And here's one of the stories that they share with us, just a brief little bit uh, from those guys at Cross International. They were in studio a couple of weeks ago. We walked with one of the, uh, actually two, a boy and a girl, to, to meet their mother one day, and her name was Susanne. And uh, she lives in a 10 by 10. And the reason I know this is because she actually had a cinder block structure, and so I counted the blocks she lives in a 10 by 10 cinder block structure, and she said that she pays $400 a year for that. Now, do the math. If you make $600 a year and four of it goes to your housing, then the rest of it has to go for any food that you have. So there's no way that she could ever pay for having her kids in school. And it's not a lot of money to get into the Divine Shelter schools, but it costs something. And let me just say, there are no public schools all of the schools there are uh, that you have to pay to get in. It doesn't matter what schools they are. Wow. And so uh, $88 provides that one-time gift will provide a whole year of the, the educational portion of the schooling. That also includes one pair of shoes, which they have to have, one uniform, and their school supplies. And then we, we're asking if folks would add $22 to that. That $22 pays for the food provided through Cross International to the schools. And then that food is uh, given to those children every single day. So they, they now are being educated. They're fed every day. And when we met Susanne and uh, the, the school headmaster told her who we were because we couldn't speak her language, she got on her knees and began weeping. That's Robert Lewis, uh, along with Tom Carter, who were in uh, a couple of weeks ago from Cross International. That's just a little picture of how your gift will help uh, these children, and it's a great thing. It really is. Uh, there are other stories which we'll share. I just want to give you a little snapshot into one of them. Uh, if you want to help out, we're just talking with them and, and chatting with them uh, about them, I should say, for the next few days. And we're getting close to the finish line. We haven't talked a lot about it ourselves on the program, but just you've, you've heard them speaking about it over the last few weeks. And so I just want to give them an extra mention here on the program and encourage you to go to WFIL.com and do what you can to help uh, that come to its conclusion. So we'll take a short break and then we're going to bring in someone we had on our program a couple of weeks ago. Looking forward to Larry Ackley with an organization called Grounds for Restoration. They have amazing coffee and they also have uh, a ministry in mind helping fight, uh, prevent, and also rescue from uh, human trafficking. And so he'll be coming in the studio. The studio's going to start to smell a lot nicer than it does right now. And we'll chat with him about that a little bit more. And maybe we'll even have a giveaway with that, too. It's all happening here on WFIL. Uh, one more time, too, if you want to win a copy of Dr. James Dobson's Bringing Up Boys, give me a holler right now at 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. We'll make a random winner or two uh, on Tim DeVon's show now. It's AM560, WFIL, and WFIL.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It's 426 on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Also on your smartphone or tablet with the WFIL app. Don't forget, oh, you can get that from our website, by the way. It's free at WFIL.com. Don't forget the Pastor's Appreciation Breakfast coming up Thursday, the 25th of April. 
A.R. Bernard, our guest speaker. He uh, has a program on WFL every weekday afternoon at 3. Going to be wonderful food and uh, conversation, mutual encouragement. I think that's so important, kind of no matter what you're doing, to spend time with other people to be encouraged. And remember, you're not the only one, especially for someone like a pastor who's leading a group of uh, congregants, if you will, and members and uh, people, really. It's important to have that opportunity to uh, fuel up and step back and realize I'm not by myself in this and even learn some things from other people. So uh, you can click on our website at WFIL.com. There's a pastor's appreciation breakfast banner. If you're a pastor, you can do that yourself. If you're not a pastor, just let your pastor know and uh, get that pastor signed up. We have workshops and the whole thing's free too, by the way. So it doesn't cost anything. Just show up and be loved on, if you will. We are back for a fill up. So to speak, you know, if you're at a diner somewhere and you had some coffee <laughs> and uh, you're like, can you top that off? Or could you, uh, yeah, could you like a refill? Sure. So we have Larry Ackley with Grounds for Restoration and with us again. Hello. Hi. Thank you. I've never been called a refill before. <laughs> well, it could be worse, right? <laughs> it, Certainly. It's, it means you're wanted. There you go. Think about that. Well, I know that you were in a couple of weeks ago, and it really went way too fast. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, let's, immediately when the program was over, like let's just find another day you can come back mm-hmm. and talk more. Because we didn't even get into the, really the coffee part of it. I know. Yep. And, and you texted me the same night and said, hey, can we uh, do this <laughs> next Wednesday yeah. or whatever it was, I think you said. Yeah. So I'm glad it worked out to, to make it happen today. For those who missed – couple of weeks ago of course you can go to our site and hear the podcast but if uh and that's great but recap for folks just off the top if you would what uh, grounds for restoration is absolutely grounds for restoration is a coffee company it's a bona fide uh business although we're under the leadership of our our church uh submitted to them yeah um we created it to generate profits and give 100% of that profit to fight human trafficking and the effects of, of human trafficking. So we give our money to restoration homes, safe houses, safe houses if you wish, yeah. uh, in several counties uh, and also to International Justice Mission, the largest anti-slavery organization in the world, um, who is – uh, they work mostly overseas, but they're doing stunning work in transforming whole governments and judicial systems in ways that are helping countries fight their own trafficking That's problems. Fantastic. But locally, we work uh, to deal with uh, women, uh, adult women who are survivors of human trafficking. Yeah, so it's on both ends, right? Part of it's prevention – and part of it is rescuing, right. really. Right, exactly. Right. And the and the 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 part where, well, especially aftercare, uh, women who have been already able to come out, whether they've been involved in in something that ICE did or, or local law enforcement or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and then you you just can't imagine the kind of care someone's going to need after being told for many many years that this is the only thing that you are worth is to be used by by men who think for my 50 bucks I can slap you around and perform whatever kind of violence besides yeah. the, the things that they are, are paying for. Yeah. 
That's crazy. I mean, but and that's great that you're, this is the work that this is going toward. Uh, Larry Ackley from Grounds for Restoration is our guest. If I remember, this is off the top of my head. Is it simply gfrcoffee.com? Gfrcoffee.com. That's okay. correct. So people want to look into it more. Mm-hmm. Um, how or why did it start? Because I remember from our conversation, it wasn't mm-hmm. always like a clear, this is what we're doing right off the sh-. Like some people have a vision. They want to do this. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Mm-hmm. But this kind of happened, right? Like yep. uh, When I was speaking on behalf of International Justice Mission, I always wanted to tell people, So here's what you can do. I had my list of 25 things you can do to help fight slavery right now. And my favorite one was buy three-corner coffee from Cambodia because it was created to employ women rescued from trafficking in Phnom Penh. Very practical, Um, right? And so this is great. And then they ran out of coffee. They had brought like half a ton or a ton and a half of coffee stateside. And the guy who started it moved back to, to Texas and they posted a sign up, you know, can't it's out of stock. And I finally found a phone number, called me, said, well, it's always going to be out of stock. We just can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. So uh, finally he said, hey, you can have the U.S. distribution rights if you want for this coffee, but you're going to have to figure out how to get the coffee into the States. Cost almost twice as much to bring the coffee into the U.S. and it's already roasted by then. So what am I going to do with, you know, a ton of coffee in my backyard uh, for uh, already roasted and, you know, what, spend how long to develop a customer base deal to sell it? So it was impossible. In time, right. That's right. right. So um, we God taught us the coffee business while we spent two years trying to figure out how to do that. Failed, found out it's impossible to bring Southeast Asian coffee into the U.S. hundred reasons I could okay. spend half an hour just doing that. <laughs> and then uh, we found just wonderful uh, sources. We're committed to being a blessing to everybody along the supply chain, to, be, to, to reflect the kingdom of God and how we deal with all of the folks along the way. So we right. found Cafe Feminino where um, – uh, in Peru, the women in uh, plantations said, we want to be able to keep our beans separate because we think we can do a better job than, than you men could. And the men <laughs> went, Pfft. turns out they could, they did do a better job. Okay. And they started getting paid a premium above what the men were being paid for their half of the beans. Really? And it ended up, they created, uh, a foundation was created in the U.S. Cafe Feminino Foundation that administers this premium that they get paid to do whatever the women ask to do. So now they're building community centers that double as abuse shelters. And they have, um, they're getting a literacy program for their kids and a full time librarian to be able to read to their children because most of the parents can't read either. And it started in Peru, but now it is in, in nine other countries. And most of our coffee comes from Cafe Feminino. Okay. And then we also found uh, Cafe Diego. If you want to learn about them, there's a movie that was made from them. Cafe Diego movie. Go to YouTube like and San look Diego, it up. San Diego, but Cafe Diego. Um, that's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. And I, really, I don't want to spoil it, but God has just done stunning things with them. That's a, a direct trade estate coffee that we have. But God is using them now to have planted 30 different churches in the Nicaraguan coffee-growing region wow. because of a totally failed plantation that God then resurrected. It, it's a stunning story. He's, he's in that business, is he, he not? He is. He is. He did it to me, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Larry Ackley with Grounds for Restoration is our guest. GFRcoffee.com is the website. Uh, as far as the forecast goes, it clearly uh, evening ahead, low 30, lots of sun tomorrow with some clouds in the afternoon, high 55. Well, kind of cloudy Friday, but warming up to 63. We may even get to 70 
on Saturday. The Flyers are home this evening against Toronto. Sixers home tomorrow against Brooklyn. March Madness resumes tomorrow night in college hoops with four games involving Gonzaga, uh, Virginia, Tennessee, and Michigan. And the uh, Phillies, of course, get the season rolling tomorrow afternoon, 3.05, against the Atlanta Braves. Uh, so Larry Ackley with us for Grounds for Restoration, um, uh, technically based in Cheltenham. Cheltenham. That's right. Uh, one of the questions is, so if people wanted to be involved in some way and in, in, in help uh, with the – the human trafficking that you're helping to fight and also help on the recovery side of things. I'm guessing there are a number of ways. The first of which is if mm-hmm. we're talking about coffee, before we take any more words about anything else, tell us about like, make us smell the coffee. Come okay. The- <laughs> All of this coffee is organically grown okay. and uh, fair traded in many cases, fair trade plus a premium wages that they're paid. Um, it, it's specialty coffee. A lot of people don't realize most of what you buy, whether it's in you know Maxwell House or um, stuff that they tell you is wonderful, <laughs> stuff like you're holding in your 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 coffee cup here. My lovely Dunkin' um, yes. is commercial coffee. Uh, specialty coffee has to be. It's called Q graded, and there's there's a hundred different. Um, uh, components to a coffee bean that get dealt with, manipulated a whole bunch of different ways when you roast them. So specialty coffee is coffee that is above 80 on this special Q grade. And the commercial coffee is going to be way below that. Plus, buy a a can of Maxwell House. It's been ground. And then it's sat on the shelf for how long? As soon as you grind a, a coffee bean, then it will go stale about a hundred times as fast because it's about the surface area around the bean. Okay. And so you want to buy whole bean coffee and you want to buy specialty coffee and ours can stand up to, to, you know, all sorts of other. uh, So what are some of the last time you brought a bag of uh, Brazilian Brazilian and we have, um, uh, Guatemalan coffee happens to be my favorite. And also uh, Sumatran. Sumatran is a very deep, rich, robust coffee. Guatemalan has a lot of chocolatey tones to it. The okay. Brazilian has a nutty flavor uh, to it. Uh, the Nicaraguan is creamy across your tongue. It's a genetic anomaly. You know, cr- coffee never just, you know, straight brewed black is creamy. But this stuff... You know, you can feel that as it goes across. I don't understand it, but I love it. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to understand it. Just drink it. Yeah. And, of course, you could ruin it and put sugar and cream in yeah, it. And then, you know, that's fine, too. People can do that. I but don't know are not. That, but then you're not. <laughs> Joe's looking like, yeah. what? I'm ruining my coffee every day? But then you're not. You're, you're not, it's okay if you like the flavor of the things you're putting in. It's fine if you want to taste the the real coffee itself and understand the differences between the origins. Then it's easier to do that when it's when it's black. I had to sure. learn how to understand coffee apparently. and now to love coffee in order to be able to do that. And just to clarify, parenthetically here, you could enjoy this higher grade coffee in humility. Like you don't have to be a coffee snob to appreciate the finer things. <laughs> And you are changing lives one cup at a time when you buy this coffee because 100% of the profit is going to these restoration homes and to other work that is fighting uh, human trafficking. I like it. Now, we're going to take a short break, uh, but as we do, uh, think in your brain, jot down, you probably already know, but where people can get it, how they can Mm -hmm. get it, the best way to get it, and or other ways people can be involved if they're interested In addition to drinking the coffee itself, Larry Ackley from Grounds for Restoration, based in Cheltenham, PA, our guest, gfrcoffee.com, their website. Back with more in just a moment, the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL, and WFIL.com. 
live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. 441 of the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Don't forget, we have an app you can download free from WFIL.com and carry us with you wherever you go on your smartphone or tablet. We're glad to have Larry Ackley from Grounds for Restoration based in Cheltenham, PA, gfrcoffee.com. Uh, on the program, their uh, coffee is what we're talking about in the, in the moment here, but also in the end, we're going to share a little bit more about really the why. We have alluded to it and discussed uh, human trafficking and trying to help fight it and, and rescue folks from it. Uh, so we'll get to that in a moment. But just to kind of cap off what we were saying before the break, because it smelled so good, just from your description, <laughs> where where and how could people get this coffee and in the process support the work of GFR? Okay. We're primarily available online. We are at uh, Dresher Farm Market that's seasonal. They're starting up in just a, a few weeks, I believe, Yeah, uh, in Dresher. And at several thrift stores, um, the Worthwhile Ware has us in Pipersville and, and okay. Fountainville. They're just actually um, opening a larger store and uh, close there. Yeah. Um, and we're available on our website, uh, gfrcoffee.com. Okay. Um, our goal, one of our big goals is to increase that online business enough that we can actually employ residents of our restoration homes to be able to do the online fulfillment hmm. of our orders. That would be amazing. Uh, so they can learn Microsoft Office skills and customer care and inventory management and be getting income and start having a sense of – economic stability and dignity, the kinds of things they so desperately need to be able to develop, to be able to, yeah. to thrive again. So let me, let me just, as you're talking, there are a few couple kind of tangential things that relate to that. If, for example, someone's a business owner right now, theoretically, could someone say, I have a business, I don't mind selling it? Or could, could, could there be a certain kind of uh, store or someone who, who may own a business, they're willing to either sell it and or use it at their business? Maybe that's an even easier way. Like if you have a church or you're... At churches, especially, that's where we're in a number of places. Okay. And I would, we would love if people would go to their church leadership and say, "Let me tell you about this coffee," and you can go see their website uh, and consider adopting us as their coffee. That doesn't mean we have to be in their family tree. It means <laughs> on that... the wall they have the Johnsons in South Africa, <laughs> they have the Martins in the no. UK, and they have G- no in a the bag cafe, of coffee on the wall. in their cafe. They will <laughs> see and smell and taste our coffee for their coffee hours and that sort of thing. But it's not just simply buying a product. We also help them own what they're doing. You know how where your treasure is, there your heart is also. If you start spending a little money to get some better coffee, you'll like it better, but you'll also own that ministry. How do I respond to God's passion for justice? How do I try and help ameliorate this horrific stuff that is being done to people? I can do this little thing. I can make this small lifestyle change. I can do it myself by ordering the coffee directly. I can encourage my church to do it. I can buy bags to gift to somebody else and start this whole conversation. You can even think about how I can talk about the grace of God as well as God's passion for justice and point them to finally the perfect freedom that somebody can have in Christ that will... finally free them to thrive after being abused so horrifically for however long. Yeah. Even and it's ironic as you're speaking there, I'm thinking even the the product itself is a conversation. I mean, 
That's right. That's right. <laughs> Over coffee. That's yep. what people do. They, there that's you what they go. do. They're talking. But also stores, absolutely. If you can want to go to your uh, neighborhood grocery store and say, hey, this co- I would love to be able to buy this coffee at your store and I'll be coming in to buy it. Why don't you contact these guys? And, you know, yeah. we have a wholesale price that we can work out with the store. Sure. Um, Okay, so that's good. Let's take it. If you're just tuning in, Larry Ackley with Grounds for Restoration is our guest. They're based in Cheltenham. Uh, GFRCoffee.com is their website. But uh, we, you know, obviously, it's a very serious topic, and why the human trafficking is the is the beneficiary of of the ministry that you know the funds that come in through GFR. So um, talk about that a little bit. The, one question is: Does GFR work primarily in the U.S. as far as supporting, or is it abroad, or both? Or? We, we financially support international justice mission that okay. works primarily globally, um, and then domestically we have uh, three different restoration homes that we uh, give money to. We also do a little bit of direct ministry. Our favorite event is our uh, reception for Daughters of the King. We invite the residents uh, to our venue and give them a gourmet dinner and shrimp cocktail and dessert mm. bar and a mini worship concert and then gift boxes that my wife has spent two months handpicking for each woman because the care directors tell us their favorite colors and their favorite animals and those kinds of things. So and we've had them, seen them just collapse in in tears uh, when they one woman opened up the box Shut it again, immediately started broken up in tears. And she wrote us a letter later and said, I have never received a gift in my entire life before. She was 25 years old. No one ever cared enough for her to simply say, you're worth this. They told her what they thought she was worth and they paid their 50 bucks. Yeah. Um, Wow. Wow. Uh, let me give you a picture of, yeah. of, of one of the residents, for example, from one of the homes that we do support. Um, I'm going to just quote you a, a few sentences here from uh, the, the care director that wrote this to us. Imagine waking up being chained to a bed in a dark, smelly basement. You have no idea how you got there, and you frantically struggle to get free. Hours later, your captor comes in and announces he purchased you for a price, and you now belong to him. You scream for help but in return receive a beatdown that still haunts you today. Night after night, day after day, man after man comes into your room to use you. Some you beg for mercy and others you just cry to for help, but you quickly realize they don't care about your freedom. They only care about their desires. In order to control you, your trafficker injects you with heroin. As your body becomes dope sick, he tells you how many men you need to service in order to receive another hit. That's the kind of life that many of these women are coming out of. Uh, And one little statistic for you. Once a woman is brought into sex trafficking as as a child, the average age is about 13 when it happens. And then they may live about seven years and die. From all that. Because of just how, even physically horrific, never mind the emotional trauma they're faced with. One of the women from the same residence uh, said that her trafficker brought two other women in front of her, probably women that were there and had tried to get out, and shot them to death right in front of her eyes. Wow. Uh, See, I don't think anybody could even... It, begin it, to comprehend no, that not even emotionally. Close. No. A lot of people ask what I think is a foolish question. Why didn't they just try to leave? 
Well, I, there is just so much risk and so much pain and so much brainwashing and manipulation that has gone on and threatening of your family. There's one guy in, in um, Ukraine who used to show get pictures of a woman's family back in the old country yeah. and every once in a while show it to her and say, uh, you know, your mom's doing okay. In other words, yeah. and if you Please. step out of line, we know exactly where she lives and you know what I'll do to somebody yeah, see, like, like that. None of us, I, I dare say, like there's so few of us who have any clue what that would feel like, the, the box that would put you in. Uh, and yeah. what we want to do is help women be able to get the very specialized, very hard, very deep care that they need in order to be able to just learn to put one foot in front of the other and then finally to be able to grow, become independent and thrive, graduate. And then so many women who have, quote, graduated have gone on many times to try and help other women uh, to be able to come out of the life uh, themselves. Um, That's why that banquet you just shared about a few minutes ago seems so important in the sense of, and how even each of the, even not with the banquet as well, but the personalization of things, because it's really what God did for us. They deserve it. They they are creating the image of God, just like you and I were. Absolutely. And we've got to act that way. We need to, to do things, concrete things that we're able to do in order to communicate that to them. Well, we're going to take our final break of the program. We'll come back and wrap our, our conversation with Larry Ackley. He's with Grounds for Restoration in Cheltenham. GFRCoffee.com is the website. You'll find out more about the coffee itself, about the ministry, how you can be a help. And we'll wrap up with a few more thoughts. We also have another giveaway to do before the program's done. It's all coming up in just a moment on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL? Email Timmy. D at WFIL.com. 454 on the Tim DeMar Show, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. I mentioned earlier how we have copies of Dr. James Dobson's book, Bringing Up Boys. It's a classic, and I have a couple of copies to dish out if you want to give a quick call. 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. Or you can send me a quick text, 610-500-DOVE. That's the number Verizon gave us, Dove. It just turned out that way. Oh, okay, we'll take it. 610-500. You got friends in high up places somewhere. <laughs> we do. I asked, can we do a vanity number of some sort? And like, well, you're allowed to do the first like three numbers or something, be on the area code or whatever. But you can't know what the last part will be. And it just turned out it worked out. 610-500-3683. Send me a quick make this a text. It'll be easier so we can wrap up our chat with Larry here uh, uh, without going to the phones per se, but go ahead and text me 610-500-3683. If you'd like a free copy of Dr. James Dobson's Bringing Up Boys, he's with the Ministry Family Talk, of course, founded Focus on the Family, and he'll be a guest on the program in the next couple of weeks. Kevin Max, formerly of DC Talk, will be joining us soon as well. Several contestants from The Voice. Can you sing, Larry? Huh, no. No? <laughs> you sure? Want to try? Can you sing the- uh, My son can. The Folgers jingle? My son tried out for American Idol. Actually. Did he really? Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. I should pick your brain because I'm going to be interviewing several contestants that are currently in the mix for The Voice and uh, see what their experience has been like. But in any case, that's all coming up in the next uh, day or two or week. Larry Ackley, in the meantime, for Grounds for Restoration, gfrcoffee.com. Let's wrap up our time. Um, Mm -hmm. How people can be involved. They can buy the coffee itself. That's one very practical thing. Mm -hmm. 
But yeah, we really want to invite people to own this as an opportunity for the body of Christ to to respond to the, this whole issue and have concrete ways to do that. So um, I mentioned asking your church, if you're involved in a church, to consider adopting us as their coffee. Uh, we we have a letter of recommendation from our church leadership that they wrote specifically for us to be able to send to your church. Uh, so if you want to uh, contact us through our website, gfrcoffee.com, or send us an email, which surprisingly enough is gfrcoffee at gmail.com, right? then... Um, we will send you that letter. Um, if you give us some contact information, we can give you a call and talk with you about what your church's needs are. And our goal is to actually provide information like stand-ups that would go with the coffee, and we can provide presentations. Yeah, I was going to uh, ask you, do you ever go out and speak at a... Absolutely, okay. we do. That's one of the things we intentionally want to be able to do is help um, organizations understand human trafficking and what it could look like for us to be able to respond to that in a in a concrete and, and reasonable kind of way. Yeah. Go to stores as well, neighborhood stores and um, other kinds of, of places and ask them to start stocking uh, the coffee. A lot of people will buy it because they think it's a great cause and then they'll taste it and they'll love the coffee and they'll keep coming back for it. <laughs> it's a win-win. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So the best way at this point in time and where the ministry is set up, I mean, it's a business. But yep. you were mentioning all the all the profits go to help fight human trafficking. That's right, and we're not soliciting donations. We're we are working to be an economically viable uh, profit generating business in its own right. Yeah. Um, right now, we're all volunteer, and we've got I've got two full time jobs. But by God's grace, uh, <laughs> it's been a wonderful uh, opportunity. That's wonderful. We're very glad to have you in, Larry. And, and people can uh, look up more about both the coffee itself as well mm-hmm. as the history. Right. That's right. They can learn all about it. That's right. And Andrew. Everybody is more than welcome to contact us and find out more about us. Uh, we'd love to talk with you. That's good. GFR. I keep thinking Grand Funk Railroad, but that's not it. <laughs> Grounds for Restoration. Grounds for Restoration. GFRCoffee.com. I can find out more about that. And if you're just tuning in, catching this uh, in a nutshell, that's not really a pun. These are beans. Uh, but <laughs> in a nutshell, Grounds for Restoration uh, makes wonderful gourmet coffee and, and sells different blends. We talked about that, but all to help fight human trafficking and uh, for care afterwards, especially as a huge piece of the equation. You can get the podcast of this program within the hour at WFIL.com. We had Matthew Newell of the Family Hope Center joining us at the beginning. And then partway through, we had uh, Larry come join us in studio. So uh, that's available to you at WFIL.com. That and all the other podcasts, help yourself. Just click the podcast tab at the top of the homepage. Drop down menu says Tim DeMoss Show and podcast will be there. Thanks again for tuning in. God bless you. Have a wonderful rest of the evening. We'll turn things over to Jim Maxim, Acts 413 Ministries. Lead in prayer next. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.